0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with me, please? (coughs) Heavenly Father, we are poor, miserable sinners who cannot, by our own merit, earn your favor and blessing. Yet while we were still sinners, you have shown us your grace and mercy through your Son, our Lord Jesus. You have changed life as we had known it into new life as you would have it to be. Lord, enable and empower us to share life as we now know it, as your redeemed and beloved children, with the world around us. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be right and pleasing in your sight, for you are surely our rock and our redeemer. Amen. For the faithful Jews living in Jesus' day, Life as they knew it was a very religious life. But it was a life spent striving after self-righteousness. A false and misguided righteousness. Their lives were guided by a misunderstanding of passages in the Bible such as the one from our Old Testament text from the book of Deuteronomy in which God said through Moses for I command you today to love the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to keep his commands decrees and laws then you will live and increase and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to possess Their misunderstanding keyed on that word then in the middle of that passage the Jews had come to see that as a conditional statement and if this is true then that will also be true type of statement if they love the Lord And if they walked in his way and if they obeyed his commands and laws then God would bless them ever since God gave his commandments and laws to Moses the Jewish people had been trying to manipulate them and rationalize them into a very precise and quantitative system of rules and regulations that would allow them to make themselves righteous enough to earn God's favor they redefined and codified and codified the law into something that according to their human reason though difficult Was possible for human beings to achieve. They reduced the intent of God's law to simply the avoidance of outward acts against God or against their neighbor. For example, to make the law a humanly achievable code, the religious leaders taught that it is only the act of murder that is a sin. The premeditation, passion, or hatred that prompted that evil act were not seen. Therefore, they were not considered. They had the order backwards. God did not intend that they live a certain way so that they could earn and win His blessings. He intended that they live a certain way because He had already blessed them. And when Jesus came, life as they knew it was about to change drastically. For all the faithful Jews who sought to achieve self-righteousness by keeping the law. In the verse which immediately precedes our gospel text this morning, Jesus said, For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So how's that? for a conditional statement. A statement of, if this is not true, then neither will that be true. The Jews knew that the religious leaders who could spend their entire day just living in their own piety, they knew that their leaders could achieve the requirements of the law much better than they possibly could. So if the bar for entering into heaven was set above that for the Pharisees, they had no chance of getting into heaven. And it made life as they knew it utterly hopeless. But again, they had it all wrong. The righteous demands of the law and the prophets did indeed need to be met. And that is why Jesus came into this world. To perfectly fulfill that law. For the Jews and for every sinner of every time and place. Jesus said to them, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. By his perfect, sinless life, Jesus fulfilled the full intent of the law, without flaw, without exception. And by his sacrificial death, he paid the price for the sin of the world. In today's Gospel text, we heard Jesus repeatedly use the phrases, You have heard that it was said, but I tell you to explain that the mere avoidance of outward acts against God and against others does not work. It does not save anybody from their sin. Jesus was not overriding or changing the commandments or any of the laws given by God. Rather, he who is the very embodiment of both law and gospel was showing that the intent and the spirit of the law had been lost. Man had strayed away from the relationship with God. And the way they were to be living as the people of God for those who heard Jesus words and believed them life changed dramatically with the recognition of the impossibility of making oneself righteous in the eyes of God life as they knew it changed when they realized that they were not the chosen people of God, because they obeyed the law. But they were his people because God had first chosen them, and he had acted (laughs) to make them his own. God had blessed them before they had done anything at all. And he continued to bless them, even though they were undeserving of his grace and mercy they were simply to be who God's blessings made them to be people who were set apart to bear witness to the living God who acted on their behalf so fast forward to today a recent Pew research poll indicated that 83% of Americans Either believe in or are fairly certain that God exists. 74% believe in heaven, 59% believe in hell. Those statistics would tend to make us think that we live in a fairly religious society. It would seem that most Americans believe that there is a God to whom they are accountable, and that there is an eternal destiny either in heaven or in hell. But we live in a world that is full of many different religions. And most of them teach what the Jews in Jesus' day believed. That one's self-righteousness earned God's favor. And even when people say they are totally anti-theistic and anti-religion, that is a belief system in itself. One that teaches that anything you have in this world is what you win for yourself. And when this life is over, that's it. That's all there is. These belief systems have the order of things backwards. They have it all wrong and in a way that leads them to strive for self-righteousness and self-satisfaction. It is critical and important that we get the order of things right. Only Christianity teaches that all men are under the curse of sin. And that they are saved by the grace of God alone. Because God has acted to redeem them through our Lord Jesus Christ. Apart from their own works and any merits of their own. While we were still dead in our sin. While we were still his enemies. God sent his only begotten son. To be our savior to perfectly fulfill the law on our behalf and to suffer and die to redeem us from our sin. Through Christ's glorious resurrection, He has guaranteed our own resurrection into eternal life in heaven. God has given us His holy word and has given us the gift of faith through the power of His Holy Spirit. He adopted us to be His very own through the waters of baptism. We are not blessed to be a blessing in order to win God's favor. He blessed us before we before we had done anything at all. Now we as God's children are to live out being what God through His blessing has made us to be. Those set apart to be witnesses to the living God who acted on our behalf through His Son, Jesus Christ. And His blessings come to us as we live life as God's redeemed and beloved children. And being the people of God means that we should be helping others to come to know true life as we know it In our Lord Jesus Christ that is the call that Jesus placed on his disciples and upon us when he said you are the salt of the earth and you are the light of the world that was not a command to become salt and light that was a command to be salt and light as God has already made us to be And in this morning's gospel text, you heard Jesus describing what it is like to be salt and light in this world. In a world that is under the curse of sin. In a world that has lost its saltiness and is covered in darkness. In a world that is often mixed up in the proper order of things where people believe that their salvation depends upon their own righteousness we are to boldly live as God intends to live life as we know it under the lordship of Jesus and to boldly share that life with others For us here at Trinity it means that we unashamedly and without reservation believe and preach and teach the true and proper order of things. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. It means that we don't present a dumbed down religion with exceptions and technicalities and loopholes which make it seem possible to keep God's laws and to be able to present ourselves as righteous before God apart from the cross of Christ. It means that we clearly proclaim that the righteous demands of God's law have all been fulfilled for us, on our behalf, by our Lord Jesus Christ. And for us, as the body of Christ, and as individual disciples of Christ, it means that we strive in the power of Jesus to be who He has made us to be, to be salt and light to the world around us. We are to show the world our saltiness in lives that are marked by integrity, honesty, hospitality, passion for worship and spiritual growth, and generosity toward others. We are to love the Lord our God with all of our heart and soul and mind, and we are to shine the light of God's love on our neighbor with the same measure by which God loves us. This is why we have the goal and the mission that we have stated here at Trinity. To be a place where faith and life connect. To be people who help others connect up with God, in with fellow Christians, and out with the world. And together is the body of Christ we have a variety of ways that we share life as we know it with others. Neighborhood block party, disaster relief efforts, local service projects, youth mission trips, and even the huddles when they reach out to include people who are not currently connected with a church home. And we should continually be working to expand on these opportunities. But it is easy to say that trinity has that golden mission the trinity is made up of individuals and it is imperative that each of us that each of you as individual disciples of christ share life as you know it in him with a family member who does not know him with a friend who's got the order of things a little bit backwards with a coworker who's lost and alone and doesn't know where to turn even with that stranger that you might meet that is just looking for truth and meaning in a world that is broken and fallen I know that it is not always easy to share life as you know it as the child of God because we too tend to rationalize and think in conditional terms. I don't know the Bible well enough, so I'm not the right one to witness. I might say something wrong or I might invade somebody's personal space and I don't want to offend anybody. I'm afraid that I might be ridiculed for being some kind of religious nut. Don't do it. Don't rationalize. and Don't make excuses. This is who Jesus, in His grace, has made each of you to be. This is life as you know it because this is the life that He has chosen for you. And you never do it alone. Because Jesus has promised that I will be with you always to the very end of the age. And in your going, he has given you this encouragement. Take heart, for I have overcome the world. So be bold in showing the world life as you know it in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.